It's episode 120 of the Evil G Podcast. My name is Colin. Why is that so fucking loud? That's only loud for me. That's Stu over there. Hello. Um, I was about to ask, see when you were doing the introduction there, were you having a stretch at the same time? Yes. I don't know. Like, you just tell. You just physically hear when someone's having a good stretch. Hey? I can even hear myself. It's so That was so loud in my headphones. Wow. Was, was that really loud for you? Not really. Nothing louder than normal. Were you getting like a load of reverb there? <laughs> no. It's just like, I actually can't hear myself talk. <laughs> well, you're going through loud and clear for me, bud. There you go. There's, there is evidence that we do not fucking do all this testing and sound checks before we start. We just go for it and then figure it out while we're recording. I just hope everything's like the same, still working from the last time. Like, yeah. I set it up once. Why should I do it again? I, you know what? I was like, this is a mad thought. You know what went through my head today, right? That's mm-hmm. a strange way to start this, I know. Um, but we are like the most exclusive podcast on earth, right? Because you know the way, you know the way when you listen to a normal podcast at the end, they'll be like, oh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter and this and that and the other and email us and this here and, you know, check us out where you find all your podcasts and all that there. We just record and then say goodbye. We don't tell anybody where to find us. We don't tell anyone, you know, or tell your friends about us or anything like that. So we're like this little in-click podcast. Like, if you know about <laughs> us, you listen to us, and you don't tell anybody else. It's like the first rule of the Evil G podcast is you don't talk about the Evil G podcast. You just listen to this and then say nothing about it. That's kind of what it feels like now. Because my brain was all, should, should we be, like, trying to advertise and all this here? And then I was like, nah, fuck that. That's too much work. I'm sorry, when you start, when your podcast becomes work, then it's not fun anymore. And it's like, well, I don't want mm. that. I just, you know, it's, I just like recording a podcast. It doesn't have to be, oh, you need to get billions of listens and, you know, fucking uh, sponsors and all that there. I don't want to be, have to be like Chris Jericho and talk about powder me balls in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> I don't want to be doing that shit. <laughs> That's what he literally had gone. Like, well, sorry. It's been about two years since I've listened to a Jer- Jericho podcast. But the last one I listened to, he's talking about this fucking powder for his testicles. And I'm like, like that, that's talking about having to be a, a slave. To oh my God. Chris Jericho powder in his balls. Here's you have. Like, we may just shut this down now. <laughs> but so, do you listen to Jericho's podcast? Well, I said it's been about no. two years. It, it's a hard listen. So it is. I um, like. I oh. like Jericho and all, but oh god, I can't listen to this podcast. Uh, the only time I ever, ever, ever listen is if he has maybe a guest, and I just want to hear from the guest more than Jericho. Yeah, last time I listened was uh, when he had Moxie on. I could listen to Moxie all day. Give, give someone give him a pod- he should do a podcast. Well, podcast. we'll talk about do. Mox later on because he fucking <laughs> was amazing, amazing on commentary. <laughs> Um, so we'll never, he'll, he'll <laughs> never be on commentary ever again. I love the Excalibur is set. I know we're jumping ahead here, but it's all Moxie's way to go take out a loan to pay for a swear jar. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, but um, yeah, I was thinking about this. I was like, we don't, we don't advertise this or nothing. So any lessons we get is just people been stumbled across us, I guess. Ah, you're lucky we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're very lucky it actually gets recorded. I don't see the point in badgering people already listening. 
Uh, like yeah. they found it, so they don't need to know where to find it because they know yeah, where exactly. they're getting it. Ah, like you're listening to podcasts, it's like oh, you can find us on Spotify and and all that. It's like I fucking know. I'm listening to it. Jesus That's Christ! I never understood. It's like why do they tell you that at the end uh, when you're listening? To it? It's like I'm very aware of where to find your podcast. Hence me listening. And then it's like I'm not. I don't want to sit and go. Ah, uh, leave us a review because let, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. I don't care. She doesn't care. Review it. Nope. Don't. Whatever. Not your ma. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and then telling people to like, oh, go tell your friends. It's like it, it comes off as a little bit. I get people. Maybe people are doing this as a job. Then uh, you know, there's there's some reason to do it. But like, uh, then that's the thing. It's a job. It's not fun anymore. If if you have if something mm. gets turned into a job and you're working your ass off to get your podcast here heard and all this here, doing a podcast is everyone well sorry quote unquote all you'll get to all these people oh, I want to do a podcast for fun and all this here and then suddenly it becomes part of their business model or whatever so it's not fun anymore like we've been doing this fuck uh this must be we must be doing this nearly ten years now that's mad to think about but. It's always just been a bit of crack, an excuse for us to get together and talk absolute shite about what's been happening yeah. in the world of video games and wrestling. Yeah, anyone can do that, and it's it is fun to do. Yeah, that's, you don't that's you say whatever you want. Yeah, that, that's that's what that, that, this whole crazy thought process quickly went through my head today. I was like, we are the most exclusive podcast on earth. Then, like technically, we are. If you find us and you listen to us, you're some boy. Yeah, that's it. There's probably other people doing things like this as well, but we just can't find them either. <laughs> we should start a wee website for unknown podcasts. Fuck, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Like, sick, sick of listening to fucking people on about Manscaped and whatever the fuck else they're <laughs> advertising. <laughs> yeah, fucked just... off we ads in your podcast. Come listen to us. And then we get a, a bunch of listeners, so we start doing ads. Um, <laughs> Sell out. As soon, as soon as we're given money. Yeah! Um, but, I guess uh, I, I guess we should talk about games. So it's as as, we should probably get started. That's usually what we do on here sometimes. Yep. Uh, did you play anything? You've been um, away. So maybe I've, not. I've been, been away and stuff, but uh, I was playing um, F zero ninety nine. Oh, aye. Um, so this is like a, a free game on the Switch. So you and have the the you have the Nintendo Online thing then? I forgot to I forgot to cancel my su- subscription, so it automatically mm. renewed in January. I'm still like right. eighteen pound, so it wasn't like I was like, oh fuck, sick. So I was like. 18 pounds and sometimes when i'm working i'll have a game of mario kart and stuff online so it's kind of handy to actually have um but i tried this f099 and it's literally what it sounds like it is snares f0 but there's 99 people on the track all at the same time and i'm sure you can imagine what that's like in a game like f0 i've seen it it's a it's a fucking pinball machine (laughs) that's the best way to describe it but it's actually pretty goddamn fun. Um, 
like there's only a handful of it's like a free game so there's a handful of courses they have said they're going to add new stuff to it very much in the vein of you know pac-man 99 and tetris 99 you know it's nintendo seems to do these sort of strange take on battle royale games and i guess that's technically what it is is a battle royale it's the last well it's not the last car standing because you can win the race it's like four laps so if you survive the race however whatever but um yeah, it's pretty much what you expect. You know, you level up, you get cosmetic stuff. You know, there's no there's no microtransactions or any shit like that on it. Uh, there's practice modes and things like that. But it's it's actually, I think it's at its best when you're in the middle of the pack. So when you're sitting in like the 50th position and there's like 40 boys behind you and 40 boys in front of you and there's just cars bouncing all over the place and there's explosions everywhere and you're just trying to get through all this melee you're, you don't even care about winning the race you just care about surviving and I've, i think i've managed to survive i'd say 20 percent of my races so it's 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 a good laugh i don't think you can party up or buddy up with you know friends or anything not that it would matter because there's mm. so much fucking mayhem on the on the track um there's obviously guys who play it deadly serious and they're winning like every single race and you're like hey good for you buddy i'm at the back here having the best crack ever because i'm wailing some boy who's wailing off another boy who wails off a guy with very little health which causes a fucking nuke to go off in the middle of the track so i get three kills ha 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 you know <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah for a free wii game uh, like I, I haven't played an F Zero since. I think days. I think the only F Zero I played is that one that that this is based on. Like not not oh, ninety nine. I mean like F Zero. The original, the original yeah. F Zero. Uh, but it gets me in the hankering. I hope they. I'd love the like a new F Zero or a new wipeout. Because I tr- as I said a while back, I tried that red out. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously in the vein of those games, but. It's just not it's not as fun there's far too much in red out for you to actually enjoy the race there's just too much shite to do where you just what's that one that got um the switch version got cancelled because of unity's shenanigans oh uh, yeah it was going to be like an uh yeah it's... like a zero g racer yeah yeah what was that um, I cannot remember, but yeah, they canned it. Uh, ballistic NG, ballistic NG, that that's the very one that's been out since 2016. Have that's you played that? Very good. Have you no. played it? Uh, what is it on? You got a Steam Deck there, you know, no excuse. I was going to say, <laughs> uh, I don't think it was ever on the console, but now, now I might be. Yes, plus the game. Uh, here I come. £11.39 on Steam there. Here, I've got CD keys. I'll get it cheaper than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even lying about it anymore. I'm just, I'm a cheap bastard. Um, yeah, that looks that is so ridiculously wipeout. Yes, I'll be having me some of that. But that uh, but... That is very wipeout. Yep, I'll be having me some of that. Well, uh, it's not Steam Deck verified though. It doesn't even hasn't. say Steam Deck anything on. <laughs> it hasn't been tested. <laughs> Probably hasn't. I'll be the first tester. Um, but yeah, F zero ninety nine free on the Switch. Good fun. Like I say, if you survive a race, you feel pretty cool. If you get blown up, you're too busy laughing at the, the mayhem behind it because 
chances are if you've blown up it's not because you know you're not driving very well it's because there's about 50 boys ramming into the sidey and you're like <laughs> oh well not much i could do there and you just enjoy it so if you have the nintendo switch online stuff um give it a go it's free what, what's the worst can happen yeah it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer hmm. i still have this installed get out of here <clears throat> Oh, geez, you've been playing anything? Um, so I'm still playing Cyberpunk. I've found myself uh, sort of accidentally going in, uh, down the path of a, a swords build and oh, throwing knives. The DLC then? Oh, I have the DLC. I haven't got anywhere near it yet. Um, oh, you have to get to a certain part in the game before you can play the DLC? I'm not sure. I think if I just went there, it would start, but I just haven't. <laughs> you get your head kicked in, though, because you wouldn't be powerful enough or something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I'm not sure. I think I might be. Like, I'm. I think I'm like level. I'm a level. No, 30 or so. But, um. Okay. No, it's a, a way of playing the game that I've never done before. Um. And since all the, the updates and stuff, it's, uh. It's a really fun way to play the game. Especially because you can dash an air dash. Um. It just cutting get, getting in people's faces and cutting them to pieces and then you can block bullets with your sword oh cool yeah yeah <laughs> it does it you generally you just feel proper fucking jedi um <laughs> when you do it and i've got a sword that puts people on fire now so <laughs> of course you do Instead of being, ow, I've been cut by a sword, it's like, wait a minute, why am I burning on fire after being hit by a sword? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so so that's, that's still happening. Um, I should really get to the point of actually trying the DLC stuff. Because <laughs> uh, I haven't got anywhere near that. I haven't even been to the area. Because mm. uh, it's just fucking about trying to level up first doing side stuff that i've already done twice already but i keep doing it um uh there was a a a new game i played called 20 minutes till dawn okay oh well it's not new but new to me first time playing it um so it is a vampire survivors like right um when did this thing come out? I've seen quite a few of the people try to, to catch yeah. a piece of that. Catch a piece of that lightning. I there is a lot. Um, this one does have stuff that, that, that makes it stand out. Um, yeah, so this came out June this year. Uh, the biggest difference in this one um, is the you don't auto attack. Oh. So you're in full control of your attack and you can aim. Uh, so it's yeah. more of a, it's like a dual dual joystick twin stick shooter, sh- twin stick shooter eye. Um but the, the the other stuff's very familiar, the vampire survivors, you know, a bunch of different weapons, um different characters, different abilities. Uh you're leveling up and then you're picking an ability and then you get leveled up versions of the ability. Uh, so on and so forth and it's got you know same sort of stuff where you can like there there's a, an ability that's like the garlic where you know things take damage yeah. over time if they get close to you and um and then as you get up through the levels it all gets completely fucking ridiculous 
um, with the amount of enemies on screen, and you just fire in, in all directions. Mm-hmm. But it, it's uh, it's good. It's fun. It's got a really cool look to it. Uh, 20 minutes till midnight. 20 minutes till dawn. Till dawn, sorry. So the whole premise is uh, you have to survive 20 minutes until the sun comes up and you're getting attacked Ah, by demons. And it's all like, like the entire background is just black uh, and like the characters and enemies are all very uh, monochrome, like greeny, that sort of Nintendo 90s calculator look. (laughs) Like a Game Boy, uh, except for the color red. Yep, I'm seeing that. That's very pungent. And that, that, that's what sort of uh, drew my eye towards it. Because, yeah, as you said, there's a lot of these out there. There's a lot of them out there now. Some of them are obviously absolute shite, but it's good to see someone trying something new with it. I mean, yeah, thinking, is it something new or is it just like a... Like it's a... Twin stick shooters aren't exactly what you would call new it's just the uh, idea of of the way you level up and the sheer amount of enemies coming at you yeah oh i suppose you call that a is that a bullet hell game it's not a bullet hell game because there's no bullets there are some bullets oh, yeah, you're the bullet hell yeah you're the bullet hell and that's oh, the, the idea of bullet hell there's so many bullets where you'd like you have to stand in a very specific place you don't get hit by all the bullets because most of the yep. screen is bullets is bullets yep uh, my favorite one of those was definitely uh, it was well, some call it a shmup, I call it a bullet hell, and it was called Ikaruga. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Ikaruga oh, is all uh, bullet hell is just a shoot 'em up, like. I suppose it does. Uh, well, technically, that's what this is as well. You're shooting. Yeah, yeah. Um, like more so than vampire survivors, which uh, you know it's all automatic. Um, mm. whereas this is you're aiming and you're shooting. Hmm. And it was also part of this uh, Steam sale, shoot 'em up fest. So, <laughs> oh, well, nice. couldn't argue with that then. Um, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth a. It'll uh, keep you entertained for a wee while. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that was it, really. I guess we're just anything new <laughs> catching eyes at them. Like I said, I'm still playing MJ, obviously. Fin- finished the first invasion season, so there's still a bunch of games that I I haven't touched Armored Core yet. No, still have to play that. I may have lost interest in Starfield after picking up uh Cyberpunk again and then realizing hey, Starfield's well dated <laughs> when you compare it to, to, to Cyberpunk. It just is. <laughs> I think I'd have put it down after you told me it, it still does the thing where it zooms in on the character <laughs> chat. I'd have been like, oh, fuck this. Why are we still doing this fucking 2023? Because they built the game on the same engine. <laughs> and uh, they're still dealing with uh, decisions that were made 20 or probably 30 years ago. Goddamn Todd Howard. Um... I'm not the only one saying that. I see a lot of people saying that as well. It's like going from Starfield and then picking up Cyberpunk again uh, because mm. of the DLC coming out. It's like, holy shit. Maybe Starfield isn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, the it's like the stuff I was describing last time. You know, the big zoom in and, and just the, like, everything has to load going into everything else and then Cyberpunk even being this, like, 
there's no load times in Night City. Mm. There's interiors, and it's like Starfield can't even do a city on a planet. Um, where there isn't load times, so I there's that. But yeah, um, I bought a, th- a thing f- because of Forza Motorsport comes out like next week. Mm-hmm. I-, I bought this thing. I will see how good it is or not, but um, so I have a a GeForce wheel uh, for PlayStation. Uh, which doesn't work with an Xbox because, or a Logitech wheel, sorry, because uh, that's that's just the way they do it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so I bought this thing called a Drive Hub, okay, which I can plug the wheel into, and then that will allow me to plug it into an Xbox. Ah. So it's almost like it tricks it into thinking it's so it tricks the wheel into thinking that it's. A PlayStation and it tricks the Xbox or ah, it tricks the Xbox into thinking that this is a wheel designed for the console itself. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Um, that was a very long-winded way I put that, but yes, <laughs> I think that's what I mean. It's so stupid because, like, that Logitech wheel I have, there's an Xbox version of it, and it looks exactly the same, except obviously, you know, the face buttons are different. Yeah. It's got the Xbox ones, the PlayStation face buttons, and then it has this wee dial thing on it. On the on mine, it's red, and on the Xbox one, it's grey. I've uh, always wondered whose decision is that? Is that the peripheral maker's decision, or is that like Sony or Microsoft going, "No, we want a wheel for ourselves"? N- no, I think that right, this one's definitely Logitech's decision because there yeah. is a. I think it's a Thrustmaster official PlayStation wheel. So that right. does exist, and that's uh, the official Gran Turismo wheel. Right. Um, but I think this one is it's it's their own decision. I mean, the thing has a switch on it for PlayStation 3 and PlayStation mm-hmm. 4. So, like, it's not like they couldn't put a, a switch, a few more things on that switch to say, all right, so this is this is the one that's going to send the signal to the Xbox, because there's clearly a difference between a PlayStation 3 and a PlayStation 4, where it needs a switch. Mm. But, but uh, or we can try and get people to buy more wheels, I guess. I, I guess that's the thinking behind it, <laughs> get people to buy more wheels. Or yeah, one of these drive hub things, but I don't know. Like, uh, hopefully, it isn't all laggy and shit. Mm. That's that's one thing I'm worried about. But yeah, yeah, because I remember I got a converter. What was the convert? It was for I think it was for a. Uh, ah, it was for me light. It was for me me gun, and it converted because it was a G con. And then obviously, when the PlayStation Two came out, they had the G con two. And the GCOM 1 wouldn't work with a PS2, but then I bought this Wii converter and it did work, but there was like half a second of delay and it was really fucking annoying. Oh, that would make it unplayable. Yeah, especially something like Time Crisis or Point Blank. Half a second is a big deal when you've pulled a trigger. So, uh, in Point Blank, uh, half a second may as well be an eternity. Like, that's just... <laughs> uh... It's like the thing you were supposed to shoot is gone already. It left. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, but 
I'm thinking maybe that was the early days. Maybe things have got a bit better since. But I remember just being so annoyed that the GCOM 1 wouldn't work on a PS2. I had to get a PS2 gun then. I was like, fuck's sake. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that that isn't really... But the weird stuff like, like technically that the weed I have was PlayStation 4 and it works on PlayStation 5. And I think like, like it's the same for most like fight sticks and things like that. Yeah, those have become very universal these days. Because they usually just plug in via USB anyway these days. Yeah. And I, I know the like Xbox One controller can be used on the, the series S and X. And then yeah. I guess Sony decided to go all fucking show offs with their controller. So yeah, you, you I can, can use, <laughs> you use it for PlayStation 4 games on the PlayStation 5, but not PlayStation 5 games. That's true. But you you can also use your PS5 controller on a fucking Switch. Yeah, there's no reason why you couldn't do that. Um, but it's just mad that they're okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's probably very using standard, very standard drivers and stuff. Mm. But can you imagine if it was the other way around that Nintendo found out, you know, the the G or the 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 Joy Cons somehow worked on a PlayStation? Oh, that'd be hell. You could probably do that. So there's all you get other converters besides this drive up one. You can get converters where you can use, you know, a PlayStation controller on an Xbox and vice versa and stuff. Because mm. some people just prefer different controllers. Yeah, that's kind of nine. Like 90% of why I go PlayStation is the controller. Uh, oh. I far prefer the the Xbox. No, for controller. shooting games, 100%. For 100%. the amount I'm using a D pad, which is barely ever, and I actually don't like the D pad on the like the new one. It's like the PlayStation 5 controller, it's real squishy. Oh, do you think? Yeah. Whereas. Well, I'm, actually, you are right. It took me a while to break it in because uh, no, I've I don't, noticed. I don't know if you can hear this. Oh, the clicky sound? Yeah, that's the Xbox's D-pad and it feels real good. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember... What what game was I playing that actually had a good D-pad? Well, I think it might have been Killer Instinct. Remember somebody brought an Xbox into work and they had Killer Instinct when it had... Wasn't long mm. out at the time, and I remember playling it, going, "This is actually a good because let's remember the 360 D-pad." Yeah, they they and learned then, their lesson after that, definitely. Yeah, and then I remember being like, "Oh, this D-pad feels really good." But then obviously the PlayStation Four came out. Was it like a wee bit later on? And first thing I got was what was the first fight? I can't even remember what it was, but I remember playing PS Four and going, "Oh, this D-pad's so good." And it's similar. It's the reason I always go PlayStation is I love that D-pad. Just works so well for me. Um, but yeah, for shooting games, yeah, the Xbox can't be beaten. Just having that one thumb higher than the other is perfect. Even uh, I, I think the triggers feed better. Even with, with Sony with their special fucking oh, their whatever, what their haptic triggers, uh, the the Xbox ones just feel better. Um, I haven't played much of the new series to give a, an opinion on that. It's more or less the same. Mm. But I'm glad that Sony finally learned their lesson after the PS3 and fucking turned their triggers the right way around again. Do you remember they had them the fucking wrong way on the PS3 and your fingers were constantly slipping off the trigger? <clears throat> yeah, that, that is that not the way they were in the PS? That that that's how they they always were up until. Do you mean? Uh, 
No, right. PS One and Two didn't have triggers; they were just buttons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I the PS Three, they kept the same shape, but they turned them into yes, triggers. Yes, they did. And, and you're like, I, "What are you doing?" And you would hurt your finger on it all the time. Yeah, I remember having to buy these wee clip-ons, and you would clip them onto them, and they would actually make the trigger, you know, a trigger rather than stupid fucking. Also, for ages, like their analog um, sticks had rounded. Yes. Sort of caps on them, so your finger would slip off them as well. Yeah, they're, they're like wee mushrooms. <laughs> Dumbasses. <Yep. laughs> well, I know, I know this started off as a, a steering wheel conversation and we've just veered off into controllers. Oh, well. <laughs> it's related. It's like yeah. we go and stare off into, into games use and people getting laid off. Yeah. It's o- always a lovely topic to talk about oh there's been a lot of this um even before this we've had uh you know i think it was earlier in the year microsoft was laying off ten thousand employees um cd project was to get rid of 10 percent of their staff uh now we've got epic uh, announced last week they're laying off around 830 employees, which is 60%. I don't understand why Epic need to lay anyone off. <laughs> because they spent all their money buying all their companies and now they, they don't have enough money. But Fortnite literally makes like, like it's just a money machine though. Yeah, it is. But because they're uh, badly run. Is what oh, I'll say. Okay. They still spend more. So the Tim Sweeney, there's a an internal memo from Tim Sweeney, who is the CEO of Epic, and he says, "For a while now, we've been spending way more money than we earn, investing it in the next evolution of Epic and growing Fortnite as a metaverse-inspired ecosystem for creators." Ah, oh, Jesus, that's <clears> your <throat> fucking problem. So basically, saying. Hey, I've been really irresponsible with buying stuff and spending money, and now your jobs are gone because of it. Yep. I'm still cool. I'm still here. I'm rich. Hey. Uh, see you, um, <clears throat> I had long been optimistic that we could power through this transition without layoffs. Oh, that makes everyone feel a bit, a bit better. But in retrospect, I see this was unrealistic. With Fortnite is starting to grow again. The growth is driven primarily by creator content with significant revenue sharing, and this is a lower margin uh, margin business than we have with Fortnite Battle Royale took off. It's beginning funding expansion. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Enjoy being laid off. Um, Instead of looking at all the big wigs around him going, right, boys, we need to take pay cuts to keep everyone on a job here. It's like, right, I'm still staying a big rich bastard, but all you wee lowly people are getting sacked for my irresponsible behavior. Yeah, but that, that's just the way these companies work. Yeah. Um, I, I, the, the thing I really hate is the it's the weird sort of reasons they give. Uh, like that CD project, Red right, One, is like, oh, we're laying off 10% of people, so the teams are more agile and more effective. And it's like the way they talk about layoffs, it's, it's, it's as if they're talking about them like they're not even human beings. Yeah, yeah. That that's human beings you're talking like, oh, we're we're reducing costs. Um yep. yeah, they, 
that's someone's livelihood. This, the, Some companies try to talk about layoffs like it's a good thing. Yeah. Like, what oh, the fuck? Aye, that's that kind of, oh, we're restructuring to be more agile. It's like, yeah. um, yeah. Tell the t- guy who has to go look for a job now. Yeah. Tell that to the person that can't feed their family now. Um, oh. Thanks to you, you being fucking agile to make yep. video games. Um, it's um, yeah, it's, it's a whole shareholder thing. If the thing's not getting bigger year after year, everyone starts shitting themselves. Um, yeah, it's just stupid. You saw about you bought like, like they bought, um, they call that Bandcamp. Do you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, the, the music thing. Yeah, what the fuck did you buy that for? And I then have I mean, no idea. I didn't even know they <laughs> bought that. They didn't then, even know that existed because when I bought that, uh, shit, what do you call that? Cool Castlevania spiritual successor. But I bought that in vinyl, and I got the code for Bandcamp, and I was like, "What the fuck's Bandcamp?" Mm. You know. So sorry, that's how I know what that is. And then they went and sold it again. Uh, I think it was harmonics they bought. Uh, all sorts of things they they like bought and then lay people off it's like what are you doing and it's not exactly the same as like the the microsoft buying um well even though this will happen there as well with activision but like activision's a fucked up run company anyway but if you're a small like developer and you get bought by one of these fucking things that like yeah you should probably be looking for a new job as soon as possible um they're not the only ones as well. We got Team Seventeen is uh, doing a restructure. It was a weird one. They're gonna have significant uh, job losses, uh, mostly in their QA department, because you know who needs QA these days. Yeah, it's always the first to go. Sure, so they've all been like, "Oh, just put the game out half finished, and then people will shout at us." What they'll do their QA for us, or even we can charge people extra to get it quote-unquote early and then they'll pay us to do qa mm. which is basically what you're doing when you pay extra to get a game early yep um so yeah they're like team 17 is going to start outsourcing their uh their qa and letting people go uh naughty dog is cutting contract workers which is a whole other thing so uh, I'm not sure how you familiar you are with how contract work is, how that goes. Um, no. So that'll be, so you have a, like your, your people that actually work for the studio or whatever and they're employees. But then a lot of what, uh, especially in games development will happen is they'll sign just individuals to short-term contracts and you don't officially, you're an independent contractor. You don't officially work for the company. Um, so uh, like in terms of in America, like you don't get like the healthcare stuff and, and all that. You just get whatever's in your contract. Um, and apparently the naughty dog's been, uh, cutting those workers and you never, you never sort of hear about that. That sort of stuff isn't counted in these layoffs is like, cause those people are just expandable anyway. Cause they don't actually officially work for the company. Like that's, mm. that's an extra level of fucked up. Yep. Uh, what else? The creative assembly, uh, 
have canceled that hyenas game? Oh yeah, yeah, that got canned. Now, whose decision was that? Was that theirs or Sega? I'm guessing that was Sega. It was Sega that announced it. Yeah, because I think Creative Assembly came out and they were like, oh, we're going to try and, you know, keep it going in one form or another. And you, you always sort of wonder what they mean by that. Sega's like, like, are you fuck? Uh, that was in development for how long, though? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Hyenas was being talked about back in 2016. It did, did not have an alpha. It, it did. Alpha, it did. He, it, it, yeah, the alpha was apparently was an absolute mess. I because you were so it's like uh one of those multiplayer co-op heist looter shooter type things yeah. where you go you go and you grab the stuff and you'd have to get out. Um, and I heard it was like uh the the stuff was all like nostalgic Sega stuff. And you would be getting like Sonic t-shirts, but they didn't count as like stuff you could put on your character or anything. So it was just pointless pish, like just, yeah. you know, window dressing, just really weird. Um, yeah, you, were, you were unlocking 3D models rather than, you know, as you say, stuff you could customize your character with. <laughs> I will say as, as much as this is shit for them, and I, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably Sega that, that's made this call and they've lost an entire game. So they've got all these people, uh, their statement is a bit more uh, human. Mm. Uh, so they're, uh, who was it said this? Yeah, this is just Creative Assembly. Doesn't specify who it was. Um, this may unfortunately result in job losses. We fully understand this has a significant impact on our people, whether they directly affect or not. We are truly sorry for, uh, which we are truly sorry for. Like, actually, apologizing for this happening that's fucking novel yeah. uh we've all always aimed to operate as a people first studio that is foundational to our values and culture uh where we must go through this significant dif- uh, or this incredibly difficult process uh we're prioritizing supporting our people at every step um so that's a, a bit different from the epic one where they're all like um we had to buy stuff when we've been investing in things and and uh now our shareholders are getting angry, so you all you all have to go. Well, they're like uh, the rug's been pulled out from, from under us here, um, and uh, it's like their statement very much focuses on the people affected, whereas Epic Games is just like uh, excuse, excuse, excuse. Um, we need to make money, metaverse, uh, blah blah blah. Also, yeah. shut the fuck up with metaverses, would you? <laughs> Rise my push. Has that term not been like? Why would you even touch that term anymore? I don't know. Is that not a joke? Know. Like, like you're referring to, like, even though what they're doing and what they're referring to there is working, as in Fortnite as a this bigger platform, and now in Fortnite mm. people can make their own shit, and uh, it's it's like a Roblox type thing, which technically yes is a metaverse, but uh, I would have thought like. With all the NFT shit and ninety yep. percent of the things referring to themselves as a metaphors being scams and you know yep. Zuckerberg showing himself up, you would have just stay away from that whole thing and just call it uh, Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, it, it's people just don't learn, I guess. It's been pretty fucking shit uh, for people in the games industry at the 
at the moment. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, you got more smaller studios opening up, get people jobs, or people starting their own studios, indie dev. That's what happens. You go to indie, then you're you'll make good shit. Uh, yep. And then one of these assholes will come by and buy you again and sack everyone. So you need to just jump ship with the money and start surely, another studio. Uh, I was going to say, but surely as an indie dev, right? Mm. I know you say you make good shit and then you get bought. But if you don't want to get bought, surely you still, it doesn't matter how big the company is. If fucking Activision went over to, I don't know, Free Lives who make Broforce and went, we're buying you. Free Lives could, you know, well within the right go, no, nah, get fucked. Here's saying studio, uh, studio, studio. <laughs> let's, say, let's say you have yourself a wee indie dev yes. uh, and you own it 100% and you have a, you know, let's say you have 20 staff and you make a really good game and it brings in some money and it's enough for you to make a comfortable living and pay all your staff and it's all good. Now here comes Epic and they're like, we'll give you 50 million for that. And it, suddenly your life has just changed. And that's usually how this happens. It's like, it's, it's not like the leaders that you should just are getting like stupidly rich. Um, but then like a, a big studio will come in and say, uh, we'll give you more money than uh, you've, ever seen. you've, yeah, basically you've ever seen or you'll be able to make it. Like at the same time, you'd be stupid to turn them down because you could go, yeah. okay, take that. I'll take this money. I'll start a new studio, take all my yep. employees. And yep. uh, I'm sure there would be some <laughs> agreement or something in the contract. Me, you have to make at least so many games, but then see, I, oh, this is why I would not be any good in the video game world because, you know, as you say, if I did have, so you're asking me what I would do. You're absolutely right. I would take that money. And if I was contracted to make five games, I would throw out five pieces of absolute shit, which I could make inside a week and go, there's your five games. Bye. <laughs> yeah. But now you've tarnished your reputation with shite games. Yeah, but then I would, if I've got a follow, go, hey guys, I had to make them five shite games for reasons. Do you remember my first game? Now I'm doing a sequel. <laughs> now you have a lawsuit on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I've made 50 million, I can buy good lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> you best sell your company for an obscene amount of money and then use all that money in fucking legal fees. Back to square <laughs> back, one with no money. Back to where I started. Epic, do you want to buy me again? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Jim Ryan's retiring. Yeah, yeah. The CEO and president of Sony. Yeah, he, some people are saying he's retiring after the whole Microsoft thing didn't go his way. But as we've no, seen in documentation, don't, he don't. didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give two fucks. That was him just trying to be dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, doubt it. I do it's him being like, fuck sick, I'm away. <laughs> I think it's uh, a guy, I think it's a guy that's been working for this company for 30 years being like, uh, I'm tired. Yep. Yeah. Um CEO and president, so uh does nothing? I don't know. I, I I don't know what uh, what is his date? What does he actually do? He gives born speeches. <laughs> um, um yeah 
Who cares? Is he, is he the guy that would like be at E3? When he yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he was the guy before him, this, this smug bastard. Oh, I can't mind his name. I know who you're on about. Jack something? Oh, yes. Uh, is it Jack, Jack Trenton? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah, Jack Trenton, 100%. I don't know where he went, but I just remember him being a big smug bastard after the absolute disastrous uh, Xbox One uh, announcement thing. Um, I'm not sure if he was in the same position, though. Was he no, I don't present think. CEO? No, no, no. I just remember he used to be the guy... Uh, Oh yeah, according to this, he's former president and CEO of Sony. Oh, okay. There you America. go. There you go. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, I guess he, I guess Jim Ryan took over directly him. over him. Because <clears throat> uh, Jim Ryan was, was just like the PlayStation 5. You can also say he's he's the guy steering the ship when Sony's been getting real fucking arrogant again. You know, <laughs> sliding back into their PlayStation yeah. Three ways. Yeah. Uh, he's also he's also the guy that said uh, no one gives a shit about uh, old games. Oh yeah, hate him. Fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, get out. Yeah. Old games are the best. I still <clears> fucking say <throat> that statement. Um, there's a guy, a guy Hiroki uh, Toroki, uh, who is the CFO and COO of Sony Group Corporation. Or, oh, he's he's the Sony Group Corporation president. So that's all Sony, not just PlayStation. He's uh, their CEO and CFO. So that's Chief Operating Officer and Chief. So who cares? Because you don't know who yeah. this guy is. Some Japanese oh. guy is going to be in charge of the PlayStation stuff. Right. <clears throat> so is it him I write to now and go, where the fuck is Twisted Metal? Yes. Ask right. him. Stop, stop annoying Jim Ryan. <laughs> Maybe he'll care about old games. Um, Maybe. And ju- just as a retirement pre- present, uh, some ransomware group have claimed to have hacked Sony. <laughs> he's away. He doesn't care. He's like, bye. Oh, he's here in March next year. So, oh, yeah. oh right. Okay. Um, yeah. So some group is saying they, they have all the data. All the data. Is that all they've said? We have all the data. So we have successfully compromised all of Sony systems. Uh, we won't ransom them. We will sell the data due to Sony not wanting to play. Data is for sale. So what, you did try to ransom? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what they're telling us. Uh, Sony's investigating it. Um, so it's not confirmed whether this has actually happened or not, or if it's just someone talking balls. Because uh, they do not seem to have specified what they have. They have, that is, do we have all your data? Say, so, what, do you, do you have customer data or what? You're going to... They say, we're not ransoming it, but Sony didn't pay. It's like, yeah, you you totally tried then. 
This sounds like a. This sounds like you know when you get one of those emails. It's all I'm a Nigerian prince and I have all this money. It's like I we have all your data. Uh, give us money, and you're like, oh yeah. If it's a hacking thing, it's a bit fucked up because this, the, from what they're saying, that would be on the scale of remember. Um, I think it was back PlayStation Three era where like oh, yeah, yeah. PSN had to like be switched off. Yes. Um, Sony were like the bricks, aren't they? Yeah, they don't seem too bored with this one. They're like, <laughs> ah, we're investigating. Um, AKA Big Joe in the backs on it. Fuck. Uh, let's hope all our personal data is is still safe then. I would assume so. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about something I don't think we've ever talked about: uh, an iPhone. So uh, we, we we didn't mention this before because, like, I don't care. But the the iPhone 15 Pro, overpriced. Apple phone is going to be able to play games like proper games like Resident Evil 4 which is one of the games that will come out on it um, and that's fair enough like there's Resident Evil 4 in possibly the worst possible way you could play it yeah um, now the kicker here is they're, pay- they're charging full price Yes. for this now, on iPhone uh, how much is the iPhone 15 Pro uh, that's good Good, uh, I, I'm gonna guess about a grand and a half. Maybe a grand and a half. A, <laughs> a grand, grand, grand and a half. Maybe for the big stupid one. That's a grand exactly. Right. So a grand. So two and so a you, half times the cost of a PS5. And um, you still want two and a half? What do you think a PS5 is? 400 quid. I thought the PS5 is 500. What should I pay for my PS5? Well, we had, I had to buy a bunch of peripherals of mine to be able to put the fucking order in on day one. So. Oh, we, can, we can't count that just because you paid. Yeah. I, I, I overpaid. I, I don't know, Nick Jackson. Don't pay retail. <laughs> I say four. How the fuck do you this, buy a PS5? A discless, discless, dis- <laughs> a no disc PS5. I, I mean, I that. Uh, I guess uh, you're right. It's three eight nine. Yeah, that's co- that's so, come down in price. I think it has. No, I don't, I don't think the, the the no disc one was. I don't think it was ever over four hundred. Why the fuck did I buy? Right, never worry. It's four hundred and eighty for a disc PS5. That is. That that used to be five hundred, I'm nearly sure. Or no, nah, it used to be four fifty, maybe. Yeah, I think they went up in price, not down. They've been doing lots of sales recently to, to yeah. bring some back down. That's fucking weird. Eh? But you're talking still, so you are talking literally two and a half times the price of a PS five with no disc drive. So it's a grand, and then they want fucking forty five fifty quid for the game. On a phone. This is not going to shift. No. Because the people willing to pay that are... They they have a PC or they have a console. And yes. that's how you're playing it. 
So you're looking to get the iPhone crowd who plays games on their phone playing Resident Evil who are like just conditioned for those types of games to be either free to play or like a tenor. And you're like, no, nah, play, play fucking Resident Resi 4 Remake on your shitty screen. Um, yeah. On your whatever size, your seven inch screen um, without a controller. I could look like Capcom. I don't think this is going to. Like Apple tries this a lot. They always say, oh, we're, we're taking gaming seriously. Then we're, yeah, let, let's go. And then it's like, ah. I don't know. It's impressive that the phone will play it. I'm guessing it's 30 frames a second now. I would uh, assume so. But, uh, yeah, it's it's bad enough you you paid a grand for an iPhone. Yep. I mean, maybe these people clearly uh, aren't very, you know, up to speed on value for money and stuff like that, so maybe they won't know any yep. better. If you're using Apple, you really don't. Uh, that's true. Maybe that's what Apple are thinking. They're all high. Our customers, you know, they're fucking ages as it is. So let's see if we can dig the arm in a bit more and tell them that this this will be the killer app for the iPhone 15. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could technically have it output to a TV because it's USB-C now instead no, of lightning cable. But you know what cable. else you could do that with? <laughs> literally anything else you could play this on exactly <laughs> i don't know who this is for uh, i just don't think phone you phone people play don't want to pay 60 pound for a game on a phone yeah yeah uh, and like i love resi 4 but i don't want to play it sitting on the toilet yeah well even if you did steam deck that's what you would do it on yeah, well, that's very true. <laughs> okay, if I really wanted to, yes, it's Steam Deck verified. So it's yes, got, I it's got buttons and stuff and a bit a yeah, bigger screen. Bigger screen actually has buttons. Uh, I can actually you know do actual other things with it as well. Oh, for fuck's sake! I didn't even think of that. Now you've got me thinking. <laughs> yep, you could be playing Resident Evil Four Remake on the toilet or yeah. any game really. How have you not played games on the toilet yet? I have played a game of Quick Champions in the league. <laughs> That's more like it. Um, and then, who's this guy? Hiro Tsujimoto, what does he do? He's some Capcom oh, he, guy. He's the cat. Oh, yeah, the Capcom guy who thinks games should cost more. Uh, yeah. That was a popular statement this week. He says, I feel the game prices are too low. Development costs are now around 100 times higher than they were in the days of the Famicom, but the price of the software hasn't risen so much. Bullshit, because <laughs> during the Famicom days, you had to produce cartridges, which was a stupid fucking... Like, are you counting that? The production costs were as, like... For physical production costs, like, 70% of your games are digital, so you don't even have that anymore. Nope. Um, now, Capcom has been one of the, the... It's probably the biggest high-profile publisher that's that's stuck to... Mm-hmm. Hasn't pushed to the yeah. $70 slash £70 mark. Um, no, they haven't, because Street Fighter and Resi, they were only 50 quid. Yep. Um, so... 
maybe maybe that's what he's saying. Maybe that's his play for like everyone else is doing this. Maybe we should too. Um, maybe. But my main problem was the I didn't really care so much about the push to the seventy dollars, which was from sixty dollars. It was at the jump on our side, which went from the a standard to being fifty pounds to seventy, and it's like they're like, mm. oh, but the pound shit now is like. Oh, fuck why, why did we get it for that you like you, why can't you fucking uh, increase to 60 jesus christ you greedy bastard yeah, why say i why 70 fucking tories hey <laughs> um but yeah like the thing about this is uh Capcom's doing stupidly well at the minute. Their yeah, I don't stocks, want to fall down again. Their stocks up. They're, they're 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 making so much money. There is no need for this. No. Um, like they they have had two of the best selling games of the year so far. Hmm. Um, and they're also starting. They're they're taking risks. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they launched are. that fucking dinosaur game. Yes, uh, the, the I know they were they were showing off Dragon's Dogma two as well. Yeah. And everyone got very excited about that. They actually showed like ten minutes of gameplay, making a sequel to Dragon's Dogma, which I never thought would have happened in a million years. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, don't go spoil it now. But it really, this is just one guy saying a thing. So yeah, who knows? Um, oh, we haven't talked about scalpers in a while. It has been a while, and in typical scalper fashion, they are up to absolute fucking shite. Just ruining, ruining things yeah. for, for people. Um, so at the, the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. um, they had a bunch of merchandise, uh, um, like Pokemon merchandise, uh, Van, Van Gogh, uh, themed um so they had like a wee pikachu statue with a hat on and a plushie mm. and a bag um and if you bought something you got a a card uh it which was a pikachu in the style of van gogh uh with a van gogh hat you know that hat he wears oh yeah yeah um and then uh so there's been a bunch of middle-aged men queuing up to to buy all these and sell them on the internet. Dakar. For £540. Yeah. Yeah, might I add, this was given away for free? <laughs> yeah. So they're getting shit that was handed to them for free and trying to make a bunch of money off it. Yeah, something for fans. It's like, here's a, f- a gift for being a fan uh, and coming out and, and getting your hand uh, celebrating the 50 years of the Van Gogh Museum and you bought a, a Pokemon, a Pikachu Van Gogh. Uh, so here's a here's a card and then boys come in and be like, I can make money off this. Uh, it's like, just get in the way of a real fan and, and sell this instead. Uh, it's just... And I made the whole event, like, there's so fucking many of them, hey? They're just, yeah. like, droves of them. So if you were an actual fan, land down this, and you just get all these fucking weirdos. Yep. Um, arseholes. 
you know what they should have done? Um, what? They should have had like a questionnaire before you got into the museum. And if you didn't know like certain questions about Pokemon, you were just turned away at the door. <laughs> oh shit, that's my door. Two seconds. No worries. I'll just keep talking. I don't know if he's paused recording, but I'll keep talking. Hello, anyone that's listening. I'm supposed to be working, but I record a podcast instead. My job will never know unless my boss listens to the podcast, then I am in trouble. I hope Carl cuts this out or I am in trouble. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Did you keep talking? I did keep talking. Okay. That was someone who got the wrong building. Oh, what a jobber. So it wasn't even worth our while. Fuck. <laughs> uh... Yep, scalpers are shit. Yep, but they, they should have done like a Pokemon quiz and if you, you know, didn't know enough, you were like, nope, you're not allowed in. Yeah. But I guess they, they yeah. probably don't care because they're still buying the merch. Yeah, true. You see people selling the shit they get at the, like, you know, the weird marketing Schwag, as they would call it back in the day, that you would get off uh, publishers to shitty, uh, like things at E3, you know, and people selling that. And oh, like, the flag bags. Why would you even want that shit? I know. <laughs> like, no. seriously. Dude, I've seen someone, I'm not even lying to you. You know the all in t shirts we got? Yes. Boys are trying to flog them on eBay. Serious? Yes. Are people buying them? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen anything been sold, but I'm pretty sure. I think you can buy those T-shirts just off the shop AEW anyway. You usually can, but if you do, you're a liar. But you usually can. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe maybe that particular one you can't. Don't, maybe the I was there one you can't. I'm nearly sure. I've seen I've seen other ones that I was there. Um. Oh, there's there's fucking rated R uh, stuff up already. <laughs> of course. Um but uh I suppose for people who couldn't get to the merch stand or didn't have money on the day, you would sell the t shirts for them. I don't know. Just maybe someone wants to own that t shirt and be a liar, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's the same it's the same thing. Um you know people would if those t-shirts were limited, which obviously these people are thinking that they are, uh, you know, I right. guarantee there was people who weren't even going to the wrestling show, but went to those merchandise um, stands. That's uh, what you could have done that. I gotta tell you, there's a lot of them fucking t-shirts. You can get that t-shirt, but it doesn't have the back print. Ah, right. So, so it yeah. doesn't have that I was there. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah, they're trying to sell those. So scalpers will try and just make money off literally anything. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, like going by the the lines that we saw, totally not worth it. No, <laughs> that's why that's why you queued up to get one of those. And like, how much are you gonna sell it? Like, you paid thirty quid for it. 
How much an over yeah. like are you selling it for? Because no one's yeah. let's see. I think everyone that would have wanted one of those t-shirts was there. Yeah, we seen a lot of those t-shirts by the end of the fucking weekend. Mm. Um so remember it was announced that uh, they were they were remaking Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, classic yes. Bioware RPG. So Sony have uh have hidden, hidden the the or deleted the tweet and made the 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 trailer uh, private, which has got people talking about like, oh shit. Yeah, um, what did they blame it on? So they're blaming it on uh, music licenses. Like music licenses, which doesn't make sense. Um, but it kind of does. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, what music's uh, in the trailer? Or this, do we this, remember? the star wars theme <laughs> and that's what i'm thinking like disney's so fucked up with the rights i could definitely see the, the star wars theme being a problem in a trailer for a fucking piece of star wars um content uh somehow breaking some fucking copyright law because copyright law is fucking stupid mm. um because everyone was like, ah, oh, well, that's that's this project, uh, and which doesn't help. It it's being done by uh, that that studio Aspire, who yes. are owned by Embracer. Oh, we all, yeah, <laughs> we all know what's going on over there. Yeah, good old Embracer. Um, so the Evil Dead guys are supposed to be working on that as well. Yeah, um, what do you call him? Uh, Tim Tim Waltz? Sure, we'll we'll go with that. Tim Tim Waltz, he used to be an id software. Um, He he was like the head of the Evil Dead team. Right. And he was called out recently for talking the biggest pile of bollocks ever. He tried to claim that back in the Quake, the original Quake days, he came up with the idea, first ever idea of multiplayer only maps, and that uh, Romero and Carmack told him that it was a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> and people like people were like, "What the fuck are you on about?" Games before Quake had multiplayer only maps. You mad man? Like Doom, the original Doom had mm. like three maps that were exclusive to multiplayer and all. And he's trying to claim that he came up with the multiplayer only map. So I went down this rabbit hole and. That man is a fucking... He's like Tom Howard, but not... Maybe maybe not as bad as Molyneux and Howard, but he does talk a lot of shit. So when you go back and you look at all the original stuff that was said about the Evil Dead game, half the shit he talks about wasn't even implemented, and you're like, you're a lion sack of shit. So if your man has anything to do with that Star Wars game, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't hold that hope for it anyway. I, I recommend... No, but even the life you re- remember uh, last year. Um, so it was last year. Saber was put on the the project with Aspire. Yes. Um, and then there was a report that the the whole thing was in serious trouble, and that was in July last year, and yes. being delayed indefinitely. Um, and then Aspire had apparently been removed. Uh, and like completely taken over by saber interactive um mm-hmm. and now 
trailers are being removed and tweets being deleted. So you know, it's freaking uh, embracer is out of the game. Hey, <laughs> I think they're like uh, maybe no one will notice. We'll just quietly. Everyone forgot about it. Um, one, of the most, a... one of the most beloved Star Wars games of all time. We announced we're going to remake it, but nobody will notice if we don't follow through. <laughs> I mean, Sony jumped the fucking gun and announced things without thinking about it first. It's like, they'd never do a thing like that. <laughs> <clears throat> no Man's Sky. <clears throat> fucking Killzone 2 in their <laughs> fake trailer. <laughs> Shenmue 3. Uh, Kills a dude. This is a footage, and you're like, I get on. That's just so, so Sony just wants the cheap pop. The they don't care pop. about the fucking follow up. They don't care about delivering. They're like, ah, fan favorite cult clat. Yep, yeah, we'll do this. And then it's like yeah. three years later, and you're like, what happened? And they're like, uh, I don't know. What are you on about? <laughs> we we didn't say anything. What do you? Th- I never Star. What yeah. Star Wars? I've never heard of it. There's no evidence on the internet to back up these claims. <laughs> uh, um, a lot of Sony stuff this week. Uh, here's another one. Oh, right, oh, that, okay. this, <laughs> this, this seems dubious. I looked into these guys. I'm like, really? what the fuck? <laughs> I, well, I say I looked into them. I went and looked at what they're selling. So this statue maker, Gaben Heads, Mm-hmm. Um, has said that Sony has ordered them to destroy all of their PlayStation themed stock, uh, and then told anyone that has pre-ordered any statues to do with anything PlayStation related, like Last of Us. There's Last of Us statue, Jack and Daxter statue, Sly Cooper, uh, that they should contact Sony about a refund, yep. uh, and give them the email of like the person in charge of you know licensing out Sony. Uh, Sony's yep. IPs um, to which people are like fuck way off I gave you the money you refunded mm. um, this is fucking nuts uh, so they put out this open letter it's sort of just completely shits over Sony um, where is it they said Maybe that's a bit uh, saying the shit over Sony is a bit strong. All right, name check PlayStation's group manager of commercial partnership, Judy Ward, gives out her email address and tells pre-order customers to contact her uh, about your now cancelled order, payments, refunds, etc. Uh, and what they will do for you. That's like, uh, they should be refunding their customers and then them working it out yeah. with Sony. Because <laughs> yep. surely if you license out these characters... Sony can't go, I destroy them all because you would have already paid them for the license and have an agreement there. It's not even that. It's like, as you said earlier, I give this company the money. I didn't give Sony the money. I give yeah. this company the money. Give me my fucking money back. And the, these these are not fucking cheap. Mm. Um, so I looked up because I, I wasn't, wasn't too familiar. I looked up their, their statues. Um, and they are, god damn it, let me see, in the pre-orders here, what are they charging? So there's a, a Fallout Death Claw there, um, which is, uh, this is in dollars, it's 1500 Um, 
they, they uh, strangely still have the Last of Us Ellie and Joel uh, statue for sale for 550 right. which but is a bit... They claim they told to destroy everything. Is it, they're still selling them, selling them out. Um, and I will say, these statues look like a fucking shit. Oh, so they don't even look good? They look really bad. Um, yeah. Like... For the price, I, I've bought way cheaper statues that look way better than this. Um, and these just look shitty. I, I would go out, I would go as far as to say, Stu, I can paint better statues than this myself. Oh, yeah, I am looking at some. Oh, Jesus. Why, why are, why are, why is everything, why does Ellie look so fucking shiny? Yeah. Everything looks shiny, actually. <clears throat> Yeah, so they, they, they look bad. I'm not sure what they're made of. Um, but I think it's one of those things like, oh, we're only making 500 of these. It's like, that probably for the best. You can only make five for all I give a fuck. <laughs> but 550, like, I, you see some, some amazing stuff around those price points. Um, I can't mind. Oh, what is that? Uh, the Zelda one, I can't remember the name of the company, but we're not advertising companies. But you do see some, I've seen some amazing stuff for around those uh price points. What the, the sideshow ones? Ah, oh, sideshow were very good at it, and they're around like between 500 to, to a grand, uh, and they look fucking amazing and blow this shit out of the water. Yeah, sideshow do the they done the very limited run of dark cider statues and. Was it the the war statue was like two and a half foot tall? Mm. And look, the detail was insane. But I think it was like a thousand pound they were looking. Yeah, I, so I, cheaper I, than I, some I of those. Had... <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like like. So the sideshow is, is, I think their best stuff is their really uh, expensive action figures. Um. Like mm. the opposable ones, but just go go look at any right. Go to Sideshow and look at one of their things, and then look at what this crater selling, and you are being ripped off if you're buying from these guys. And that's probably why Sony went destroy that. It looks like pish. Yeah, uh, if, if Sony legit says to destroy those, that yeah, that's probably the reason because they were shite. But yeah, it's I not agree with Sony them. to give you your money back because <laughs> uh, there's probably a certain level of quality. They're like uh, that you have to meet uh, if well, you're going to yeah, make a thing. Um, is it Iron Iron Something Studios? Uh, uh, they they make very cool gaming statues. Mm. They do Iron. Iron, ah, it's just called Iron Studios. Ah, Iron Studios, they do really fucking class statues. They're the guys that do that awesome Sweet Tooth statue that yeah. I have been oogling over for fucking years. Oh, yeah, yeah, those look real good. Don't they? Straight away, Constantine one comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's night and day how, mu how much better that is and how much does that cost? That's a one-tenth scale Constantine. $150. Yeah, they're not even that pricey. <laughs> it's like, like compared to the what what these these guys are asking for that. That's every time I look at that Ellie, it's like, what are you doing? That is fucking awful. 
Yeah, I, I would I would near bet that uh, Sony had an issue with the quality of the product they were selling. Like, get the fuck, you're not putting that out under our name. Mm. Um, and lastly, here, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the tradition of um, asynchronous multiplayer horror games are charging way too much for their cosmetic these guys are these guys are fucking off the chain though. <laughs> um, so I, so I, I am on the Texas Chainsaw Reddit, uh, you know, because if there's updates and patch notes, that's where I'll read them because I struggle to read them anywhere else because my fucking phone is crap and things like that. So mm. I noticed it blew up one morning. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And they gave out this pricing plan. And even... Did you buy? Did you ever buy any of the Evil Dead DLC? Uh, yes, I bought the um the Mia, Mia. Silent Hill stuff. Oh no, Evil Dead. Yeah, I have Mia. Sorry, I was yeah, thinking so about that. The, <laughs> oh yeah, you bought the Silent Hill pack as well. That's right. Uh, so even right, so the Mia and so for that pack you got Mia, you got David, and you got a couple of skins. And I think that was what. Seven ninety nine was it? Yeah, something like that. And then you're 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 the way Dead by Daylight work it is you'll get a killer and a survivor, and I think they're like six fifty if it's licensed. If it's non licensed, it's like three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So the the fucking Texas Chainsaw guys, they have literally said right everything we make is going to be non licensed because they only have the rights to the first film. That's it. So every character they create now is going to be their own character. And they want a tenner per character. Yeah. They want £16 for skins. Mm. And they want, is it six fifty for executions? So, I get, you know, just I... a different way of killing someone. But this did not go down well. Yeah. And the I, worst I, I... thing was the, the guys from gun actually started getting very lippy in the reddit forums with people and this is not a free game by the way this is not a free game and i do the pricing is insane for those dlcs that's that's nuts like like the evil dead season pass was like 20 pound and so if you bought the season pass you would have got like i think it was like nine characters oh plus two demons so that's a hell of a lot of people when you think about it. And, you know, you've got all your, you know, skins and everything that came along with that. They're looking at tenor for their character and they're wondering why, you know, people are backlashing at them. And don't get me wrong, I've been playing Texas Chainsaw. I've actually been enjoying it quite a bit um, now that I've really got my head around how to do things and all the rest of it. But there's no fucking way I'll be paying those prices for DLC. And the worst thing is, I'm not going to give a shit about any of the characters. It's like, I've got Leatherface. I don't want anybody else. Yeah. I, I love the way they're like they try and spin it as like yeah. uh, the, the Leatherface skin designed by Greg uh, Nicotero. Uh, it's like, um, like uh, so to be fair to him, he, he's pretty prolific um, uh, makeup effects. This guy for yeah, uh, but he he did, he was a makeup artist on Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. <laughs> Right. Um, and the 2003 remake, which I guess that's okay. 
And then uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, which is not okay. No. <laughs> it's like, what's it? Why is that? That, that? It's it's like they were trying to, oh, this this justifies the, uh, the fucking 16 pound because we, we stuck this guy's name on it. And you seen the skin? No. Shite. they basically made him look like a fucking fired office worker a fired office worker shirt he's got like a big shirt to put a jeans on and I think he's got like a puke stain down his shirt and you're like it's like no I'll stick with my classic like to me like the original Texas is the best by their face of either it's either butcher's apron or or suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the suit from the the fucking table scene. Yes, yes, yeah. That's that's the two ways you always see Leatherface. Mm. Um, but like I said, I I understand why people are so annoyed about it, and I I think the devs getting fucking bogged into the you know the thing as well probably didn't help. But it doesn't bother me because I won't be buying it. It's like yeah, I'll just stick yeah, playing true. with what I've got. The maps are free, so. At least they weren't. They weren't that stupid. At least, <laughs> but if no one buys it, it dies. Uh, well, that you, is the problem. But you, the you don't want people buying it because, yeah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't encourage this kind of pricing. Like sixteen pound for a skin. Come on. Yeah, that's like fucking apex money there. It's worse. That's the most expensive one I've ever seen. Actually, you're probably right. Apex wasn't even that bad, was it? It was like 12-ish, which is still, when you think about it, real fucking bad. It's a free game, though. That is true. So, you know, I always understand it when something's a bit high, but I didn't pay for the game. Then I go, right, okay, I get that. But if I've paid for a game and you're trying to overcharge me on DLC as well, it's like, I get fucked. Yeah. Well, the that's... It'll, it'll probably just end up dying. Um, Which is sad because it's actually a good bit of crack. But yeah. uh, I think this will be the last one of these A-Sims I, I properly get involved in because well, they do not, seem to be... Not going to play Killer Clowns from outer space? <laughs> no, that's the fucking uh, Predator guys doing that one. <laughs> uh, the wrestling time? Yeah. Wrestle Dream! Fuck me, hey, what a pay per view. This was a really good pay per view. Again, we. N- not, not a terrible amount of build. Um, but. Just some really good matches in here. Absolutely fantastic matches. Um, we did get a, a zero hour. Um, I would say. Um, don't be making a, a thing 90 minutes long and calling it zero hour because then some people miss the first half hour and miss all the RJ City stuff. Oh, which shit. I- <laughs> right? Because that was all... Because they said on the, the collision, RJ City and Renee and Stokely, and I was all... Where the fuck's ever? Because I just yeah. started straight on the I, matches. I, I was like, yeah, same. Because I was, I was sitting. Um, me and Gary sitting. Because uh, we we're sitting watching all in, just waiting. Um, and then yeah. switch, switch it on at, at midnight, being like, "Yeah, it's all." They advertise RJ City and Renee and Stokely yeah. Hathaway. Where the fuck are they? We missed them. So fucking hell. 
So Pardon? where do you where where do you watch them or where can I catch that? Uh, YouTube. YouTube. All right. So on the app, it was the hour, but on the fucking YouTube, it's ninety minutes. Yes. Fuck's sake. Crazy, crazy. I like why I do that. Um. Mm. So yeah, the 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 zero hour had a couple of matches. Um. There's about uh, eight person. Uh, Satoshi Kojima, Keith Lee, uh, Athena, and Billy Starks uh, versus uh, they they beat Shane Taylor, Lee Moriarty, uh, Mercedes Martinez, Diamante. It was grand. Um, it had Luchasaurus beating Nick Wayne. Thank fuck for that. <laughs> Who the fuck did Athena fucking murder? Shane Taylor. Shane Taylor, I because there was at one point I was like, oh, God damn it, Jr. He's like, oh, I'm glad the women only wrestle the women, you know, because that could that could be dangerous. I'm like, yeah, for fucking for the man, Athena's a fucking killer. Yeah, Athena's like, ah, is that right? <laughs> I do like this thing Athena and Billy Starks are doing as well. I guess she's a face now. I thought Athena I was still heel. So. I guess fucking Billy Starks has turned her face by accident. <clears throat> um, her her minion yeah. in training. Her minion in training. Um, but yeah, um, I enjoyed that. Acclaim defended their their trios titles uh, against TMDK, um, which is that's uh, Tax Saber Junior's New Japan group. That's his crew. Yeah. Um, but the big surprise match, uh, which was only announced like twenty four hours before the the show, um, and didn't really need any build because it was just Josh Barnett taking on Claudio. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? And it was good. And actually, was because. Mox hyping the fuck out of it on comedy. Oh, oh my god, well, the Mox on comedy just cursing up a storm. Um, and this was just pure grappling. Uh, yep. Like, it was real good. Um, and we don't see the, this stuff very often, which, nope. uh, especially at this level, which makes it stand out. And obviously we have another match with more stuff like this later on. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I just got Claudio uh, and Josh Barnett trying to outdo each other in the, the catch wrestling, overpower mm. each other. Uh, I was like, Claudio gets the win here. Um, and then Barnett's like, yeah, I want, let's do this again sometime. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of exactly what I was expecting of, and I, uh, mm. I loved it. Uh, so the show itself, starting off, uh, MJF out first in his handicap match, defending the Ring of Honor titles against Vincent Dutch of the Righteous. I enjoyed uh, this. You know, we promo first. Hi. Basically calling his shots. He's going to slam. Oh, I don't know which one's which. Big Dutch. He's going to slam the big one and then shove the little one's dreadlocks up the big one's hole. Yep. He pretty much did. Which he pretty <laughs> much did. Uh, Got a huge, huge big yeah. pop when he did the slam. <laughs> Good. But then, that's the thing I enjoy about MJF. You know, he can get people excited for a body slam. So yeah. He, he commented on that in the, the, the scrum, uh, the media scrum afterwards. Like, he likes being able to get, like, any move and get the emotional response mm. without, you know, 
without having to kill each other is just the most basic of move and build it until he is very good at doing that. Yeah, he is. Oh, definitely. Um, MGF wins here. Uh, I, I I was expecting a bit more from the righteous. They're building up, and that this was like them, you know, breaking into AEW and all, but. <laughs> the thing I like though is he kind of cheated to do it. He did cheat, but they it's not like they came out of this looking looking great. Yeah, I know. I know. But, uh, but I'm glad he didn't at least beat them clean. I'm glad he at least fucking had to cheat the one. Yeah. Um I do actually like the righteous. What, what I've seen. Oh, I'm big fans of I do like them. They're very unique. Uh, I can't remember any... what MJF called him. Though it was pretty funny. Oh yeah, the the dime store. Uh, no, uh, De- Rob De- Zombie called Devil's Rejects dick- Dickheads. Yeah, Devil's Rejects Dickheads. Um, then we had Eddie Kingston defending his Ring of Honor World Title, New Japan Strong Title, against uh, yeah. Shib- Shibata. This was fantastic. The two boys just slapping each other. I wouldn't say two boys. It was mostly just uh, Shibata beating the shit out of Eddie for most (laughs) of it. Um, Yeah, Eddie making Shibata look good. Just um, taking a lot of strikes and submissions off him uh, until like sort of that last wee bit at the end where he makes his comeback and and puts him away. Um, I love how he gives him the ring. Eddie's so, uh, what's the word? He's a very humble guy when it comes to wrestling guys from Japan. Especially guys he's looked up to. Yeah, he does love that. Like, even he wins, but then he, he gives gives Shibata the, the time in the ring to take a bow, you know, and they play Shibata's music out. Uh, um, but that, that's, that's, that's just Eddie, man. That's just how he is. Um, It's mad to say, but he's a class act. <laughs> He is a. Um, uh, speaking of the uh, scrum, you never know what way to take these scrum things afterwards. But uh, we had Shibata with Orange Cassidy, um, right? And Tony Khan says, "Oh, I'm." I. Someone asked him about coming to AEW, and he basically, you know, he does. He uses the Google Translate. Yes. And he basically said, uh, it's up to Tony Khan. Just make me an offer. I'm ready to commit. <laughs> and Tony Khan's like, anytime, please don't go. I guess you have to take it for, uh, with a pinch of salt, but like, uh, well, there's Shibata said he's ready to make a commitment commitment oh, to AEW. Of course, he has signed AEW. Who said that? It's Wiki. Hi, but that's some randomer wrote that. <laughs> true, true. That's, that's, uh, that's someone who took that comment, but oh, fuck, better update. <laughs> I don't think we've ever, unless you see the Katsuyori Shibata is, oh, yeah, is elite, elite, then I don't think he's signed. Yeah, because RJ still waiting on his graphic. <laughs> um, Statlander versus Julia Hart. For the TBS title, uh, this is Julia's first pay-per-view singles. Her first loss in nearly two years. Mm. 
first loss and a, a damn good match. Uh, fantastic match. Really good sort of display of just how far she's come. Um, mm. Very hard hitting. Right. I've I've said this a few times, and I, I I do stick with what I say because she knows she's so small, especially when she's up against someone like Statlander. She knows she can just throw everything into a movie, <laughs> and she'll be grand. <laughs> she seems to have no fear whatsoever, no hesitation. I said this before. That that's what I like about her is a complete yeah. lack of hesitation. There's a confidence there that really would uh, be working with Malika. Mm, could be. Um, She's got a very nice moonsault. Oh, fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Statlander here gets uh, avoids the the black mist by just slapping her up the face. <laughs> <laughs> just goes all over the ring. Um, I like the finish as well because we get the uh, the moonsault from Julia on Statlander. Uh, Statlander man- manages to kick out because the the moonsault is her finish. Um, Mm. And then, and she's her other finish, the uh, the heartless, um, which is, I guess it's kind of like a Rings of Saturn. Is yeah, it? I guess it is, but uh, be, so, uh, be similar. Um, Statlander just powered her up into a tombstone and then standing her back up and into the Sunday Night Fever. I <laughs> thought that was a very cool finish. Very cool finish. And Statlander beats a spooky bitch. Yep. Like Brody has to walk her out. <laughs> he just carries her out, doesn't he? Yep. Carries her out. I got all that one could have went either way, to be honest. Yeah, I wasn't sure which there was a point when Julia kicked out of that did something and Julia got out of it. I was like, oh shit, this might be going the way I think it's going. No one's ever kicked out of the, No one's ever kicked out of the insert date. Night fever here. <laughs> aye, aye. No one's kicked out of the night fever yet. No, no. Um, four way tag match for number one contender uh, for the AEW tag team titles. Uh, Young Bucks, the Guns, the Lucha Bros, Orange Cassidy, and Hook. This was a great match. This is about as nuts as you would expect. You know what I got really excited about? Because I knew something was coming. See the moment Mac Jackson got in the ring with Hook? I was thinking, oh shit, there's going to be Northern Light suplexes all over the fucking place here. Yeah, yeah. And I was right. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of uh, cool spots in this. Uh, what do you think of the, uh, uh, the guns getting themselves both legal and then trying to do oh, the old <laughs> New Age Outlaw spot of, of pinning each other? That's right. Forgot about that. Yep, they, they got both tagged on and they tried to pin him. Oh, Christ. Um, for sure. the, the guns actually looked very good in this match. They did, though. Um, I, I like the other hook. I can't even remember who it was. He had someone. He had someone in the red room. Oh, yeah. He had Austin in the red room, but Nick tagged him just yeah. as he was going to the ground. Yes. He does the 450 on the both of them. That was very cool. Uh-huh. That was very cool. Um, 
Yeah, this is just a bunch of crazy spots. Uh, the the opening the opening part with Phoenix and Nick. Jesus Christ! I hope I hope Phoenix is okay for tomorrow night because I uh. see after just seeing that we open him part of them as a guy cannot wait for this this match. Others, genuinely worried though because he was just out the whole match. Yeah, he he does disappear after that. The doctors take him back. Um, yep. So yeah, and he's supposed to have a match against Nick Jackson for that title. Yeah. If he's hurt, I wonder will it be a quick match and we might have Nick Jackson as international champion. See, this this was the weird thing, and uh, I'm sure you've watched this week's BTE where yeah. Nick wasn't even supposed to be wrestling. No, no, no. And that's why he was wearing very weird gear. <laughs> um, so there's obviously injuries and stuff. Yeah, abound here, but like I know Phoenix wasn't moving the best last week either. Either when he done his match with um, oh shit, who was his first defense against? Uh, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, there there was a wee bit of awkward movement in him as well. I don't know, something's something's not right with. Um. Oh shit! You just reminded me as well. I forgot to mention we were talking with a. The MJF, I was supposed to say uh, during his opening promo as well, he addressed what happened on Dynamite. Because uh, oh, yeah. as Dynamite was going off the air, we saw Jay White, who had approached MJF earlier in the night and basically, you know, called his shot. as like, I'm coming for your title. And then, then the night, we've got Jay White getting the shit kicked out of him by four guys. And there's uh, another guy there in MJF's devil mask. MJF saying someone stole my mask. Uh, I think that's yeah, that's not MJF, is it? No, that's Adam um, Cole, isn't it? I think so. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the the MJF uh, Jay White thing. Oh, I was really good the tofu. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I uh, just them two bouncing off each other. I thought was fantastic. There was a few times you could see uh, fucking Jay White was dandy laugh. <laughs> but uh, aye, very very good. But yeah, that'll uh, be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, but this uh, match, we were I think we both had the same idea that the guns were gonna win. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's where I thought it was going. Like they have they have yeah. the the rivalry with FTR. Um, I was stunned at the winner. <laughs> Yeah, the Bucks. Because then my brain went, right, Colin was saying, actually, the Bucks would be a great tag team to put Aussie Open over if they became the champions. So therefore, when the Bucks won, I sort of went, ah, shit, Colin's right. Aussie Open's winning this tonight then, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, they they can uh, have that shot whenever they want to. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's their call. Um, uh, after that we had Swerve up against Hangman um, this was fucking uh, excellent we, we had the, the contract signing with them uh, as well uh, on, mm. on Dynamite where the inevitable happens it's a contract signing the Hangman stabs him in the hand yep. <laughs> the I don't think I've ever seen that in a contract <laughs> signing uh, this was just fantastic Swerve in his hometown so Hangman's getting yep. booed. Yep. Ah, this... he fucking added up, though. Did I? Did 
definitely was Swerve's house this time. Has Hangman ever been healed before? No, not that I am aware of. I can't, I can't think of any time when he's Obviously, acted even. In New Japan, yeah, but just being him. Oh, he was but, going like, about it. Uh, but that doesn't, doesn't really yeah. count. Um, uh, yeah, this is just two big boys. Swerve's put on some beef, hey? Mm. Right the way Swerve did the... I winced. He, he does the, the thing with Hangman's arm where he, like, bends oh, both yeah. arms back and then uses his foot to, like, do the snap. Like, he's just snapped his, his arm. It's almost um, very similar to Penta's, but that looked even nastier. Yeah, except he's standing up. Um, yeah. Obviously doing that to get, you know, take the edge off the buckshot, which works. Yep. It does, yep. Hangman does the buckshot and then sells the arm. Um, yep. But then he gets an orb buckshot and Nana saves Swerve by putting his foot on the rope. But as shenanigans, yep. Nana gets uh, thrown out but leaves his weird crown thing behind, which Swerve then uses to hit Paige, um, which gets him a two count but then follows up with the JML driver and that uh, Adam Page beats Hangman you mean Swerve beats Hangman or I did I say Adam Page beats Hangman <laughs> yes you did <laughs> yeah, that might happen someday um, but no th- this match was absolutely fantastic it was, I-, I can definitely see Swerve being a world champion someday aye and that's his, that, that's a big win for him too that, mm. that that puts him on the map there. You just beat Hangman Adam Page. That's yep. not to be understated how big a deal that is in in AEW. Mm. <clears throat> uh Ricky Starks versus Wiener Yuta. With Mox on commentary. And then <laughs> we've got uh, Moxley <laughs> on commentary from for the next two matches, and it is fucking glorious. It is I, I um, it absolutely amazing. So we, we mentioned his swearing on Zero Hour. The first thing he comes over, he's on commentary, he's like, he starts apologizing for swearing yep. on Zero Hour. Then immediately stands up and shouts at Yuda uh, to make Starks pay for that shit. <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's the fact he sits down and he goes, don't worry guys, I covered my mic. And Excalibur's all, but we're all wearing mics. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> Those guys fucking brilliant. I, I, like, it's a talent you didn't know he had. He's very oh. good on commentary. You know, do you know what the thing was? It wasn't like just you know cheered on BCC. He was literally talking about how much he liked the other guy and why he liked them and you know why oh, he yeah. was a threat and things like that. It wasn't just like oh yeah, go BCC. Aye, aye. He literally analyzed the match and everything. It was proper, really good color commentary. It wasn't just him shouting cursing and shouting yeah. it was like that's why he was so good the, the fact that he, he'd be sitting there for ages doing like this really in-depth analysis of what's going on in front of you and why it's good and, and that yeah. and then suddenly go fucking get him <laughs> <laughs> he goes from analyst to super fan <laughs> <laughs> oh it was brilliant brilliant uh, um Starks beats you to here obviously good match though uh, uh, just to get that sort of heat back after losing the bride, and then we get uh, 
the fucking match. Yeah. Danielson versus Zach Sabre Jr. This was so fucking good. Holy I, shit. I thought this was going to be the main event. Uh, obviously, for, we're talking about... Yeah, for obvious yeah. reasons it couldn't be, but yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, we're in Seattle, Danielson's hometown. It would have made sense, but uh, still... I didn't know he was from Seattle. I thought he was I thought he was from Aberdeen, Washington. Ab- uh, I think that's like down the road from Seattle. Oh. Oh, is it right, 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 right. Uh, um, but yeah, this was just this is just so smooth, and the way yeah. these two guys just trade into submissions back and forth, like them, like never in a match have I seen two guys trading Romero specials. No, crazy, a, crazy stuff. Eh? There was a point where Zach ran at Danielson. And I can't even describe what happened, but Danielson done like a flip, and next thing he was in a single leg crab, and I was like, "Yeah, the fuck did he do that so fucking fast?" The 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 dragon screws Danielson was doing as well oh, just looked man. absolutely brutal. And then uh, fucking Saber with all that joint manipulation is fantastic. Usually, uh, what one would it, would get one into a submission, and then twist out of it into an or submission, and it's done so smoothly it was yep. it, it was like a, the, the same way the the claudio and barnett match but the claudio and barnett was very rough and yeah you know what i mean it, it was it was You're very i uh, very bruisery and just like slamming each other and just struggling and these two was just like right I'm going to twist around and go like beautifully into this submission. And then you're going to twist out and then go into this one. And it just, it just flowed so fucking well. And it, it was, it it's like nothing we've ever seen in, in AEW. Um, Probably we're losing their fucking mind for it. So they were. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it, where you, it, it's an honorable one where you can show it's like, yeah, you don't have to be doing fucking triple flips off the top rope to get a crowd hot and yep. it's just two guys doing what they do best it was fantastic i honestly wasn't sure what way this one was gonna go mm. I, I like the way it did end because even at, like after all the submissions and that um yep you know dinosaur gets the psycho knee two count does a second psycho knee three count so and Nigel McGuinness points this out as well. It's like yeah. he had to use yeah. he had to use the knee. He couldn't beat him in technical wrestling. He couldn't submit yeah. him. So I, yeah. I think we'll get another one of these, and it could be a submission only match. Oh, and I quit. That'd be like an I quit thing. Aye, that would be good actually between them um, two. We should we should. Oh, go yeah. ahead. You think you're about to see the same thing as me? I was. I was just going to say more about commentary stuff. Yeah, yeah. Who you gonna talk about? Another guy on commentary? Oh no, it was more Moxley about the him being all uh, oh, Danielson's into weird tantric stuff. Oh, I- <laughs> then Excalibur's like, uh, and obviously tonight we're honoring Antonio Inoki. <laughs> um, well, I was just gonna talk about Nigel McGuinness during this. Yeah, he he was. Sabers got. Danielson in a in a hold, and the, the camera's overlooking the ring, and you can literally see McGinnis is on his feet shouting, "Ta ta!" <laughs> and then that's when Mark stands up at the other end of the table, and he's shouting over, Aye. "Oh Christ!" Them two bounced off each other actually really well. 
Yeah, yeah. Each each guy had a cheerleader on commentary. Commentary yep. uh, it, it worked really well. Um, I, I don't think Jr. knew what way to turn during this match because it was just two guys I, going mental. Just as well, like um, Moxley, the there's points where like none of the boys could get a word in because he was just sitting like going on yep. about uh, you know talking about why. Why Saber's really good, and then what's good about Danielson, and comparing them both, and just going off on his own, and it's all really interesting stuff he's saying too. Yeah. Um, he's not talking. He's not talking out his arse. He's talking aye. really good shit. And I think it was McGinnis was all take a break there, buddy, or take a <laughs> breath there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then was it Mox was all sorry for the verbal diarrhea, and fucking Excalibur <laughs> just starts laughing. <laughs> Well, the way like Danielson, he, he does his uh, kicks, and then he he does this thing where he's like, "It's time for him to get his fucking head kicked." And Moxie's like, uh, "Stick out one on my tab." <laughs> <laughs> and then after Danielson wins, like Moxie just wraps it up, just cuts to him. He has his feet up on the table. He's just holy shit! Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit! Oh, Although that would not be the last swear we hear tonight. Oh, uh, was yeah. Well, I think Excalibur um, was cursing at one point as well. But that was he, he dropped <laughs> one, but then obviously it was for storytelling. <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, but that was fantastic. And like you said, I love them to run it back again. Yeah, it's good as well doing the 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 thing with Aubrey at the end. Um, Danielson hugging Aubrey and uh, just raising her hands because, like, you know, she's famously that uh, during his, I think it was on a SmackDown, his retirement speech, and the oh, cut, cuts the crying to girl. the crying girl in the crowd, and that's her. And now she's refereeing right, him versus uh, Sabre Jr. Fucking nuts, eh? Yeah, um, apparently he requested her by uh, for the match. I reckon cool. he'll, she will be doing most of his retirement tour now mm. uh Takeshi Guevara and Osprey Don Callis family oh, versus uh Jericho uh Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi um this was this was a fun match um this was a very fun match but once again they just had Takeshi looking like a fucking killer hey? yep Trucking everyone. What'd you think of the, the Last Supper? Don Callis. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tight. The, the Tron thing. <laughs> it's his latest pain. Yeah, exactly. um, um, there was there was one cracking moment in this match that I thought looked out. It was just Will Osprey sold the absolute shit out of it. The good guys have all been battered. And I honestly thought there was at one point uh, Takeshita, I thought, had killed Ibushi with a German. Hmm. I think Abushi looked like he landed right in his head, but he was okay, thankfully. But the good guys are all battered, and then Abushi stands up behind him, and he's just sort of got that evil look in his eye. And fucking Osprey goes at him, and fucking Abushi just looks like he knocks him spark out with a punch. And Osprey sells the absolute shit out of him. He falls like a completely stiff plank of wood, and it was just amazing. Nice. Um... We fucking stole stole one from Guevara. Don Callis hits Jericho with the bat, uh, really allowing, allowing Sammy to get the pin. Uh, that's probably the best way to end that. We just fucking shite bags. I cracking match. I I just enjoyed the the antics of it all. 
Um, yeah, F- FTR then defending their tag titles against Aussie Open. This one had a pretty slow start. Um, uh, uh, then then really started to pick up. I think Mark Davis broke his wrist. Yes, he did. Is that confirmed that he definitely break it? Yeah, I don't know if it's broke or badly injured, but uh, he he put up a photo of uh, his hand after the match, and it was <coughs> twice as large as it should be. Oh Jesus! Did it happen when um when Cash Wheeler did the splash onto the, the two of them? No, apparently that just really really exacerbated. It. He says it happened quite early in the match. Right, right. Something like the, went wrong, and then when he landed, it just made everything. T- he says it, 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 he says he was doing okay, but as soon as that happened, his hand just felt ten times worse. Then, I mean, at the same time, it was like, oh, this boy's about to give me a splash from the top rope. I better not put my sore arm on top of me chest. Mm. <laughs> Don't think he had much of a choice. What was going on? <laughs> um, but fuck, fair play to him for powering through that because they were even doing their moves and all and everything. Mm. With, he was doing it all with one arm, but. I think he'll be out for a wee while. Yeah. Um, Another cracking match. I love the finish, the Super Shatter Machine. Yeah, Super Shatter Machine looked really cool. It did. I think that's the first time we've seen that one. Um, I did not know that Kyle Fletcher was 6'5 as well. He's, he a, big, big he's, he's a big guy. Like the, um, they make, make FTR look really tiny. <laughs> that, that, as I said the last week when they were doing the promos and they were in the suits and all they were looking down at them. I was like <laughs> Wait, I never realised these guys were so fucking big um, well, uh, uh, finally main event was Christian Cage against Darby Allen for the TNT title uh, in a a roller coaster of a match oh Jesus Christ um, it's two out of three falls um Jesus. Started with the actual first, wrestling. Yeah, the first fall was an actual wrestling match. Which Darby won. Which Darby won. Uh, but using the, using the fucking turtleneck is a bit of a... That, that was pretty cool. Though. He pulls the turtleneck oh. over Cage's, uh, uh, Christian's head and does a jackknife roll up. See, at the start of this match, Darby obviously had injured himself. Do you remember he had the blood running down the side of his face? Yeah, he bat- Hit himself up the face with a skateboard. He did. It looked pretty cool, though. Yeah. And I thought to myself, oh, the silly wee buggers hurt himself. And if that was, was the worst trend. injury he got that night, I think he would have been happy. I thought that was intentional, by the way. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I thought uh, he actually had, like, a blood tear painted down. That was the point. So I didn't know that he'd hurt himself on the way down. Uh, it, it whacked it. I think, remember, he was hitting it off the stairs. Yeah, yeah. I think it bounced up and it smacked him. Um, but then Christy Cage decided, fuck this, I'm going to murder Darby <laughs> Allen. Worse yep. than he's ever been murdered before. Uh, he goes fucking nuts on him uh, with the ring steps. Uh, Never seen that in my life. Uh, the fucking suplex off the apron onto the steps. Oh, what the fuck? Look good at all, hey? Like, Numerous times he suplexed him from the like on the floor onto the steps, and then off the top yep. onto the steps. And his, yep. the, the way his arm hits that fucking the ring steps, and he was in a cast oh. or not a cast, but a sling afterwards. Mm. Um, 
Then Cage gets the count out to tie yep. it up. And then decides he's pulling up the fucking yep. canvas. They expose the ring boards. Um, they bring they out a... The, the medics are getting Darby on their stretcher and Cage decides, ah, fuck this, this is prime opportunity. And Frog splashes onto the fucking gurney. Madness, eh? Um... <clears throat> He, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he pulls up all the fucking, uh, all the, sh- the, the pardon, pardon, uh, what do you call him? Bryce takes a fucking spear. Is it a spear? Yes. He knows uh, he takes a spear. Out comes, uh, Nick Wayne. Oh yeah. From being murdered earlier in the night. Yeah. Um, comes in with the actual title. Uh, and then Nick Wayne fucking wheels Darby with the title. And everyone's you know, so like, oh shit. Darby turned around, it, if you remember. Darby's pointing at Kristen and he's all, get him. Like, like Nick oh, Wayne's his lackey, so he uh, deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick Wayne's ma, who's at ringside, was all shocked. <laughs> fucking Nigel McGinnis was loving this. He was, uh, <laughs> Uh, that that then leads to the uh, the kill switch and the three count. Christian Cage retains, but you're not done there. Oh, the beatdown continues, so the stinger comes down. Fuck's sake! I was like, oh, here we go, here uh, we go. Yeah, I, I thought no sold Luchasaurus at one stage. I was all, don't you fucking uh, dare! I thought the whole the whole big finish was on oh, uh, Wayne. Turning on Darby. Um, yes. I thought, all right, that was going to be it. Um, but yeah. So, the, well, they get they, they managed to get the old man down and give him a All three of them managed to get him down. <laughs> the, the all one took old... three of them. Um, and they get them set up for a concerto. And I will not lie, I wasn't sure what was going on. Do you know what I actually thought was happening? I thought J- mm-hmm. uh, Jack Perry was coming back when the lights went out. I was like, right. Really? Look at this. <laughs> Yeah, because it was all, who the fuck could this be? I was all, well, hang on, who the fuck is banging with Christian? I was all, oh, I wonder, I wonder if it's a Jack. And then when there was the muscle car and all, I was like, right, well, Jack was flying around in a limo. Maybe this is him. As soon as I seen the fucking arena going off and all, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, no way. No fucking way. And then as soon as he stepped out of the car, I was like, oh, shit, this is happening. This that, is him. That was an accident, you know. And that vignette, they were driving, and then the fireworks coming off the football arena. That oh, was just that pure was... accent. That was for a football game that was going on at the time, and they just happened to be driving past filming that. Okay, I thought that was like CG done or something. No, it was like Darby. Like, it was Darby that filmed that with him. Um, and he's All like, right. I was just like pure fucking luck. Um, like the Seahawks must have won a game or something. Okay. Um, obviously we're talking about uh. What's his real name? Adam Copeland. A.K.A. Edge. Edge. Coming out uh, to uh, Metalingus. Yep. The ch- shitty song by Alderbridge. So- the- they came out to his <laughs> song, basically. Um, <laughs> and I won't lie, it wasn't until he stepped into the ring I actually started goosebumping a wee bit because I was all, oh, Edge and Chris are back together. <gasps> yep. Reeks <laughs> that, of awesomeness. That was cool. <laughs> When was the last time they were together? Oh, fucking long ass time ago. I I will give it up to Christian because I know them two genuinely are like the best of friends. 
he must have been chuffed a bit to actually be able to like share the ring with my buddy again but he had to continue being the whole what the fuck are you doing here <laughs> and obviously we think Edge is gonna be a baddie and fucking See, I, I knew it's like because he, he takes the chair off him and he's like I'll oh, let me do it I was like no hold on the way you did a concerto is each you take a chair each if they were gonna concerto sting that's how that's how they would have done it so I knew yeah, like, yeah. Ah, he's 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 hitting Sure enough, he hits Nick Wayne and he hits Luchasaurus. And... Like, yeah. So, uh, Adam Copeland is now in AEW. Apparently, he turned out quite a handsome salary. <laughs> uh, with WWE? Yeah, because he's. Uh, what was it you were saying? I was reading. I, I, I was. No, I watched the media scrum. Um, did he send the media scrum about that? That. Fireworks and all? I must have missed that part. That was Darby. Um, Darby said that. All right, sir. Um, but uh, aye, he, he was saying that he was only used like once every three or four months. And he doesn't want to do that. He wants to be he wants to be doing something every week. So. Yeah, but, but he's old. Yeah, but he doesn't have... <laughs> he says he doesn't want to be... He doesn't have to be wrestling every week. He just wants to be working. Because yeah. he says he loves working behind the scenes and all. Oh, right, right, he wants to do... Well, if he's doing behind-the-scenes stuff, then that's fair enough. Mm. But uh, I know his first match is Luchasaurus. Yeah. He can what, still go, though, can't they? It's been a while since I've seen him. What they need to do uh, immediately is turn him heel, put Agent Christian back together, mm. and, uh, and then do, for those with the benefit of Flash photography, let's let's play the hits, let's go. Yep, um, <laughs> then we can have fucking Edge of Christian against Oh fucking, God, no. oops, Edge of Christian against All right. are Edge of Christian. No, we're not doing the Hardys. <laughs> it's, Jeez, ha- no. it's a happening. It's happening. It'll ha- you know it's happening. And just pray, just pray they don't bring in the Dudleys and do fucking old man oh. TLC. Oh God, because that'll be yeah. like. I think that'll be a, probably be a bit sad to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Like, in all honesty, can Edge still go? Yes. Well. Okay. <sighs> yeah, yeah, he can. Um, I'm guessing he's changed his style up a wee bit or anything, or to suit his mm, older he, age. He never exactly had a real crazy style to begin with, so he didn't really have to. I mean, what age is he? He's 49. 40, 49, yeah. Uh, he's not even as old as Jericho. Yeah, uh, he looks in a lot, lot better shape than Jericho. To be yeah. fair. I think he is exactly the same age. Like him and Christian's 49 each. I honestly yeah. do believe this is the best stuff Christian's been doing. Hey? Holy shit. Oh, it's so good. That media scrum was fucking amazing. Oh, like, the ass away. It's like, I don't know why he's here and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I told you already, I don't have any friends. Somebody says you're old friends here. He's like, I don't have any friends apart from Luchasaurus. What are you talking about? Brilliant though, and then they fucking as you said yourself, the fucking media were terrified to ask him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even his in ring stuff as well. It's, it's obviously got Nick Wayne now, so I I fucking pity per Nick Wayne's ma. Oh Jesus! Oh dear. Well, great event, absolutely Aye. fantastic show. Or we'll knock out of the park, hey? Yep. Good for moving up to the the seven pay per views a year. It's still still been fantastic. A very little build. Imagine what they could do if they actually did some build before these things. Jesus mm, Christ! I just hope 
I think seven would be the, the sort of highest number they stuck with. Uh, wouldn't count on it. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so I guess I'll finish with you for one question then. As cool. we were discussing earlier, we now obviously know we are at some point going to get Bucks FTR again. When uh-huh. do you think this will happen? Well, it has to be full gear, right? That's what I'm thinking. And who wins that? Well, it's got to be two each now. Yeah, that, that is... You think we're going to have new tag team champions and it's the Bucks? I think uh, so. Um, and, they'll, and they'll get a proper run? It'd be nice for them to give it a proper, proper run. Uh, um, anyway, the brilliant, brilliant uh, pay-per-view once again. And uh, Cheetah should get her title back tomorrow night. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off that carny piece of shit. <laughs> You've had your moment in London. Give that back. Yeah, give that back to someone who can actually wrestle. Um, that's going to do us for this week. See you she later. Just get in the ring and just tell her that doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah! Let's go, Sheeta! <laughs> See you later. Bye.